This is Anna from the Pop Prison Power Podcast, and this is the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. Broadcasting very fast and very dangerous from the planet Malastare, you are listening to So Wizards. You are thinking, you said people gonna die? The only podcast to make the Kessel Run in under 12 parsecs. There'll be no one to stop us this time. What's going on, everybody? It is time for episode number 380 of the So Wizard podcast. I am your host, Joey DiCarlo. My co-hosts are the queen of all nerds, Aubrey Litchfield. I'm tired. Ah. And the expert, Mr. Mark Mark Ellis-Reagan. Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the show. You are listening to So Wizard Podcast, where three friends discuss the world of nerd podcasting weekly on the Geek World All-Stars Podcast Network. This week, we're going to talk a bunch of news coming out of the Disney Plus Day event. And then we have our review of the biggest movie in the history of Netflix, Red Notice. But before we get into all of that, how the hell is everyone doing this week? Marcellus Reagans, how are you? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. For some reason, technology has been kind of kicking my ass the past couple of days. I wanted to uh, bring my friend to see uh, Last Night in Soho because uh, it's, you know, hasn't been doing well and it's kind of an original movie and it was, you know, it was decent enough to watch again. I, I mentioned I wanted to check it out again. And for some reason, I couldn't buy tickets on the app, uh, which I buy movie tickets all the time. For some reason, it wasn't working for this one. Uh, and they they were only playing it one day. It was only or one showing, one showing uh, on a Saturday. So I'm like, oh, it's so weird. I can't buy tickets. So I uh, called him up, spoke to the rep. Rep was like, oh, we don't know what's going on. Just go down to the theater and buy the tickets. Go down to the theater. For some reason, the movie isn't showing <laughs> that day. So uh, the one showing for last night in Soho is completely gone. Um, I don't know if it was a technical mishap or i don't know what the hell happened but i tried edgar Wright. i apologize i tried to give you a few more bucks it didn't quite work out so uh, yeah technology and some other things happen kicking my ass this week so hopefully knock on wood everything will go well with the podcast today we hope uh aubrey how are you i'm here that's it i'm here that's all you got yep it sounds like an exciting week for you this week. <laughs> it's uh, It's been a long week. <laughs> <laughs> understood. Understood. Well, we're glad you're here and we're glad we made you watch yet another movie for the podcast this week. In, inserted into your very busy schedule. We, like, hey, sit yeah. down and watch this movie for two hours. Yeah, I was super happy. Well, speaking of movies, uh, this weekend I set a goal for myself. I wanted to watch five movies. And as we record this uh, on Sunday, I have watched four so far this weekend. Wow. Good for you, I guess. Yeah, I ended up having to leave work early on Friday because we're not allowed to go overtime. Um, and depending on what country you live in or where you're listening to this, uh, for us, <laughs> it's 40 hours. Uh, you can't go over 40 hours at, as a hourly employee at my job or you're going to get in trouble. They just don't want to pay you the, the time and a half for overtime. Of course. So uh, I had to leave at one o'clock <laughs> on Friday, <laughs> um, cause I had worked a lot of overtime this week and the other days. So I came home and I'm like, man, I got nothing to do until I go to job number two at seven o'clock. What am I going to do? So I banged out Red Notice. Then I took a nap. Yesterday I watched uh, Escape from Death Block 13. Okay. And <laughs> The Harder They Fall. And this morning I watched Home Sweet Home Alone. Wow. So, so I got to go work at job number two tonight after we record this. And then hopefully I'll be able to squeeze in one more movie. I was going to say, do you know which one you're going to watch? Uh, I really want to watch Run, Hide, Fight, but I don't know if I'm going to get to it tonight. And it depends on what Fire Stick has to say. Also, <laughs> Of course. I ain't paying for that shit. <laughs> that's good. Dude. And that's, that's it. 
that's literally like the excitement of my week. Other than that, it was just working, sleeping and watching movies for <laughs> the whole weekend. So uh, at least this is what happens when you don't have to go out to the movie theater and there's no cons or anything. I can just lay on the couch and watch movies all weekend. Um, super jealous. I wish I could have watched the, the one movie that I wanted to watch this weekend, but, but that was a no. I'm sure it'll be on streaming or something really soon because it was a nuclear box office bomb. So. I know. I know. I was trying to help. I was trying to help it out. When last night at Soho 2 is direct to Redbox, you know what happened. <laughs> but enough about us. Let's talk about us. Marcellus Reagans, why don't you tell the listeners where they can find more So Wizard Podcast? All right, so everybody can go over to SoWizardPodcast.com where you will find a brand new episode every week. Uh, You'll also find some movie reviews from yours truly. Uh, You'll find some recommendations on new movies, books, and TV shows from the awesome Adam Mollyhawk. You'll also find our merchandise there. We have a tea public store where you can shop to get some t-shirts, sweatshirts, journals, coffee mugs, baby onesies, all types of things with the SoWizard Podcast logo and designs all over it. Uh, you can also find our social media links there. We have Facebook, we have Twitter, we have Instagram, so definitely get at us. Uh, you can subscribe to us on iTunes and give us a five-star review while you're there. Uh, you can also find our show wherever podcasts are found, including Stitcher Radio app, Podbean, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, my personal favorite, Spotify. We have a YouTube page with videos going up constantly from Adam Mollyhawk, including movie reviews, trailers, uh, trailer reactions, and interviews. Uh, we have a Patreon page where you can support the show for as little as a dollar a month, and you will be receiving bonus content and exclusive content from everyone here at the show. Shout out to all of our podcasting family in the Geek World All-Stars Podcast and Network. Back to you, Joey. Ah, perfect. All right. Well, before we dive into the news, I know we like to to pimp our our YouTube channel a lot uh, out there to the the listeners. And we've been kind of hinting at it for the last couple of weeks, but finally we're allowed to talk about it. Um, We got early access to watch The Wheel of Time from Amazon as well as interview some of the cast. Super exciting uh, opportunity for us here. Uh, Both of those interviews are on YouTube as well as myself and Adam's spoiler-free review. So if you want to check those out, head over to our YouTube channel at youtube.com backslash Podcast, and you can see our interviews with the cast, The Wheel of Time, as well as our early spoiler-free review. Uh, I had to not say anything about that on social media for like three weeks. (laughs) It was tough, man. You were dying. I know. And I I was going to goad you and – Try and uh, try and get you to leak something just for the hell of it. <laughs> but I didn't want to mess up anything. Yeah, I mean, if it was something else, I probably wouldn't have. But I know Amazon's like listening everywhere right, right now, right. so like <laughs> I'm expecting to see an ad on Facebook right now for Wheel of Time books <laughs> <laughs> to buy from Amazon just from speaking it aloud. So I didn't want to tempt the fates, but we're finally allowed to talk about it now. So uh, yeah, check out our YouTube channel for Wheel of Time coverage. Uh, that show's dropping November 19th. We'll be reviewing the full season once it's done. And uh, here's my social media impression because it can't be a full review yet. So social media impression. Uh, it's fucking awesome. So <laughs> <laughs> if, if you liked Game of Thrones and you got pissed off because it fucked you over, uh, this is the show for you. Check it out. Let's talk news. Yo, pump it up. It's time for the news. Yo, we getting ready to bring you the news, boy. All right, so uh, this week in in nerdy news, uh, I'm I think I'm going to ban all conversations about Spider Man No Way Home until the movie comes out. <laughs> I think I'm done with it. Seriously, <laughs> had it. Uh, so in other news that happened this week that we actually are going to talk about, uh, Disney Plus had a had their anniversary this week, and. It, they are starting something called Disney Plus Day, where they release some information about upcoming shows, try to get people excited about uh, the product products that they have coming out. So they didn't release a lot of footage, but they did release some logos and a few announcements. Uh, it was a whole list of them. So what I wanted to do is just 
get you guys impressions of uh your top three things the the top three things that you liked that you're more that you're most excited about that came out of the disney plus announcements um and you know uh Let's see. Let's start with uh, let's start with Joey. Joey, what's the number three thing that you were super excited about that they announced? All right. So number three, and and I got to tell you, man, I was pretty disappointed with this shit because <laughs> didn't show anything. Most of it was all like a logo. <laughs> yeah, but this okay. isn't like this isn't Comic Con. This is just like, hey, we made it to we made it to two years. Please get more subscribers. They hyped this shit up like. Uh, like it was going to be a big thing. Like they, they did that investor day that time and dropped all those trailers or, you know, stuff comes out of comic con or, or just random announcements. Like, man, they didn't show shit. <laughs> I was like, come on, man. Um, so my number three, I, I, it's, it's cautiously optimistic, but it is the predator prequel. Prey. Okay. Supposedly set a million years ago. I don't know how long ago that it's not a million years ago. It's set, uh, pre-revolutionary war uh whenever um a comanche apache indian fighting the predator the first time the predators ever come to earth uh, all we got was a logo and a really cool looking still of a predator in a bunch of fog with a indian uh warrior with a bow and arrow right in front of them not seeing them uh dan trackenberg am i pronouncing that right marco no uh, yeah that sounds right uh, who did 10 Cloverfield Lane is directing it and working on it. So I love Predator. I love the concept. Uh, you know, Predator 1 is an absolute masterpiece. Predator 2 is great schlock. Predators I liked, but it's not great. And the Predator was ass. <laughs> so, you know, it, it reminds me a lot of Terminator, Aliens, you know, these franchises where it started off with absolute masterpieces and we're at the point where what does another shitty Predator movie really mean in the long run? Right. So hopefully it's good. Everything looks cool. And I'm going to hold out hope for it. Coming 2022 to Hulu in the United States and uh, whatever Disney star, whatever that is uh, internationally, will definitely be watching it on the show. Yeah, I uh, I am a little bit excited about this. The last Predator movie was awful, so uh, yeah, good luck, <laughs> good luck with this one. Pray. I wish at the end of the last Predator movie, what what came out of that coffin in the after credit scene was just someone giving my me my money back for watching. <laughs> yeah, when I saw the title was Prey, I'm like, oh, they're praying that it's going to be a good movie. Praying yeah, to make some money. Suck ass. <laughs> All right. All right. So, Arby, what about you? What was the number three thing that you saw that from the announcements that you're excited about? Um, I would say Secret Invasion. I have the whole graphic novel mm-hmm. um, collection. So um, I'm excited to see that. It'll be nice to see, you know, Nick Fury and the scrolls and stuff. So. Yeah, the thing that made me excited about that announcement was a picture of Nick Fury. That's going to be the easiest cosplay for me ever. All I got to do is wear <laughs> wear a contact lens and uh, not shave for a couple of months. I'm in. In. You want me to bring my cat over to scratch you? <laughs> That'd <Yes>. be great. <laughs> uh, so my number three is uh, an animated show, uh, Spider-Man Freshman Year. Um, yes. When I saw the picture, it, for some reason, it didn't occur to me that it was Marvel Studios. I just saw like a like a sixties like a, a picture of Peter Parker that looked like Tom Holland but designed like it was in the sixties. And I'm like, yeah, whatever, another Spider Man cartoon. There's like a billion Spider Man cartoons, big whoop. And then I saw and then I realized it's the Marvel uh studios logo ahead of it. So they're actually gonna tell like Peter Parker's ascent to Spider Man. We're gonna get like that origin movie that they never made, but in a cartoon form. And a cartoon form that's going to pay homage to the original comic book. So uh, I am very excited about that. I think that's going to be really cool. And based on a, the voice of uh, Spider-Man in the uh, What If show, the kid sounds just like Tom Holland. So if they don't get Tom Holland, they can at least get that kid. It'd be just like uh, it'd be just like the real thing. So uh, I'm super excited about that. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Well, my number two is going to be X-Men 97 staying in the animated realm. The 
spinoff slash sequel slash reboot quote. We have no idea. Uh, continuation of the X-Men colon, the animated series from the 90s. Aubrey, you're the right age. You should have been 100% down with the X-Men animated series. I loved the X-Men animated series. Me and my brother watched it all the time. That was actually going to be my um, number one most excited <laughs> thing. So, sorry to steal it from you. It's okay. <laughs> have you rewatched it at all on Disney Plus? Yes, I have. How do you feel? No, it doesn't up? care about it, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I used to love it. All right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm. I'm gonna tell you. I used to. I used to VHS Yay, tape it off of the. Uh, <laughs> I used to VHS tape it off of the TV. I had a bunch of tapes labeled like X Men, and then like the date. It's like 1992. <laughs> so, when I left my mom's house, I didn't take them with me though. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to see what they do. Obviously, it's not MCU canon or anything like that. But that's such a classic series. It's great to see them try something else. They released uh, some artist sketches or designs of the characters, I think, yesterday. And they look fantastic. So, I'm, I mean, all in. I'm all in. I just got to hear that theme. If I hear that theme and it looks great, I'm ready to rock, man. So, take it away, Aubrey. That was my number two. I stole your number one. And it was X-Men 97. Hey, I have a question. Your, I have a question. Okay, about, have a question. I have a question about. So, uh, so I did not watch uh, the X Men cartoon at all. Uh, I've only watched like the f- episode one, which is the introduction mm-hmm. of uh, I want to say Jubilee, maybe. Yep. Uh, so that's about as far as I got. <laughs> but uh, is the is the new show? Is it going to look like it came out in the nineties, or are they going to like you know like Masters of the Universe and you know same characters, but different animation the character designs they posted today uh looked updated so it looked like updated animation not quite full like e-man master news revelation update but definitely more stylized so okay we'll, we'll see what they got but uh, i'm just excited either way i'll be happy with shit animation with like morph and the same running animation over and over and over again <laughs> and so maybe i'll dive back into the uh, cartoon because apparently it's good it's all i hear <laughs> I mean, is it good, it. though? I mean, I know Aubrey loves it with nostalgia, and I love it with nostalgia. I, I don't know how it's going to hold up. And that'd be an interesting um, experiment for you, Mark, because uh, I know you have plenty of free time to watch five seasons <laughs> of X-Men the Animated Series. Holy uh, shit. Just, to see, how it, just it was, to see how it holds up. <laughs> it was on for five seasons? I believe so. Good it was four Lord. or five seasons. All right. I'm glad I waited for the movie to screw that. <laughs> All right, Aubrey, what's your number two? Since we stole your number one, you only got number two left. So, um, It is She-Hulk. I am pretty excited to – I'm hoping that we'll, it'll be a good, um, a good series. And it's a comedy series. I liked I, – I like Marvel comedy every now and then. Um, so I'm hoping that it's not like in your face funny, but it has like that kind of – sarcastic humor to it maybe i'm hopeful i don't know it seems like it'll be good i am pretty excited about that i I wish they had kind of shown her in full full uh, she hulk mode like in full character mode so i'm interested to see how they're gonna pull it off but uh, i the actress is amazing so hopefully they'll you know give her some good material to work with i I gotta tell you aubrey that was my number one (laughs) (laughs) Super excited for She-Hulk. Um, the tone looks perfect. Uh, the little tiny bit they showed of her looks great. Uh, she has the same colors as the classic Avengers costume. Getting all these 80s uh, Avengers characters coming on to the scene in the MCU is like making my heart flutter between She-Hulk uh, with Eternals getting this Black Knight and Star Fox. Um, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm sure no one else cares about these characters. <laughs> It's exciting to me, and it does open us up eventually down the line for her to join the Fantastic Four as well. So um, maybe after our Secret Wars movie. I just loved the trailer. The the humor looks on point. Um, Mark Ruffalo wearing the Bill Bixby outfit. Yeah, I did not even catch that at first. That's dope. (laughs) Um, I'm not sure, like, what that reference would do for, like, my kids (laughs) because I don't even know what the fuck that is, but it was funny for me. Um I'm all in, man. I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping, I'm hoping they nail the tone and they seem to be of, of the comics from a few years ago that were really fun and had a really nice sense of humor. Um, 
you know, and I, I was just thinking about it and I said this to you guys in the chat, I'm just going to throw it out on the podcast, but in the comics, um, their intern at the law offices was the awesome Android. who was this huge person. Like they're like giant, they're like giant man sized person. <laughs> that was, um, a fantastic four villain. And I'm wondering if they're going to put the abomination in that role. Hmm. Cause that would be hilarious. Cause we saw him kind of reformed in Shang-Chi. He wasn't a bad guy and he was working with Wong. So he, and it looks like he needs money. Maybe he got a job at the law offices. I think that would be great. Um, but we'll see. We'll see. They may just beat him up one episode, but yeah, she, she Hulk number one on my list. I'm, I'm all in. Wow. All right. So, uh, my number two, uh, being a star Wars fan that I am is, uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Cause yes, they did. We didn't get any footage, unfortunately. Uh, but we did get some concept art. And, you know, at first I'm like, yeah, whatever, concept art, big deal. But then I realized that whenever you watch The Mandalorian, when you get to the uh, closing credits, it's all their concept art. And, you know, based on the show that you just watched, you can tell how close or how far they strayed away from it. So their concept art is is very important in, in Star Wars storytelling. And the images that they showed, you know, not amazing, but it gives you a good sense of uh, what uh, Ewan McGregor is going to look like and and as Obi-Wan, a, a little bit of the setting, some of the the scope of it. So, uh, yeah, this looks like it's going to be cool. It's going to be really cool. I, I'm going to enjoy uh, seeing like 10 year old Luke talking about Beggar's Canyon and all of that shit. Uh, that's the, right in my uh, right in my nerd heart. So uh, my number two is Obi-Wan Kenobi. Awesome. What's your number one? Because me and Aubrey stole each other's number one. So <laughs> yeah. you got to go right back to you. Yeah, for number say, one. I like how none of us have like the same thing, except for you and Aubrey. I have like the same thing on there. Uh, my number one is Willow. Uh, I, oh, wow. I didn't really. I watched the movie. I thought it was okay. I didn't love it back in the day. Um, you know, it wasn't a Star Wars. I did read the sequel books, uh, two out of the three sequel books. Um, and they were interesting. I didn't go back to the third one because it wasn't out yet. Um, but the video that they made to promote it with Warwick Davis introducing the cast is fucking hilarious. Uh it's genius. I, I laughed so much during that. That was the best thing that they showed. And it instantly made me want to watch Willow again uh, to get back into it. Uh, the cast is funny. There's a hilarious Arrested Development joke in that little video that just killed me. Um, and it, yeah, for a franchise that I, uh, well, for a movie that I didn't really care about that much, uh, I am super excited to see what they're going to do based on how uh, enthusiastic Warwick Davis was for this. So, uh, yeah, Willow is my number one. Wow. I haven't watched the original movie since I saw it in the movie theater as a kid. So I might need to revisit that. Uh, I was pretty disappointed in the Obi-Wan stuff. I know it's already been shot. I think uh, they're done filming. So I was kind of hoping for anything other than just um, concept art. And I understand what you're saying. But, man, that was that was pretty disappointing. I think that was kind of like the first salvo of Disney Plus Day where I realized, oh, we're not getting a lot of cool stuff to to see. Um, that's why maybe the other announcements were a little more exciting later on because I'd already tempered my expectations. Aubrey, what did you think of that Obi-Wan stuff? It's good. It, I guess I wish that... I would rather see a show on Leia, to be quite honest, because I don't really care about what Obi-Wan's been doing. Millie Bobby Brown is Princess Leia. Yeah, I mean, I want to I want to see how she became in charge of the rebels and everything like that. I want to I want to see her progression before A New Hope. Hmm. I think there's a book. That kind of chronicles that I think that just came out. Well, not just came out, but um, uh, came out when uh, Disney bought Lucasfilm. Ugh, reading. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. I only bring it up because I know Aubrey reads books. I don't. Oh, books. right, right, right. At least one of us is cultured. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What else you got, Mark? Anything else? That's it. No, no. I figured. Um, no, nope. so uh, yeah, that's it. That's pretty much it for the news for this week. Uh, nothing else broke, or nothing else that I want to talk about involving a certain <laughs> web slinger. Uh, we will probably have some stuff to talk about next week regarding that. 
maybe there's a big uh, Spider-Man event that's going to happen on Tuesday. I think is it. I think it's Tuesday or Wednesday. Yeah. Forgive me for being that podcast doesn't know the exact specifics because I'm s- totally trying to stay away from like Sony and their marketing for Spider-Man. <laughs> at this yes. point, like I'm like actively trying to avoid like anything, even like their Twitter. So I was like, I saw like Spider-Man day and like scrolling by as fast as possible. So I don't know if we're going to talk about the trailer. We might talk about no. people's reactions to the trailer, but I'm, I ain't watching it. So yeah, we will, we will not be discussing the trailer. Uh, on next week's show, if if that if that is a trailer, but we will right, if there's yeah. anything else that comes out, we'll talk about that. I highly suggest, from me to you, the listener, uh, I wouldn't watch it either because Sony is just notorious for spoiling their whole goddamn movies and <laughs> yeah. their commercials. So, like, <laughs> I, it's probably for the best to just not watch it. You already know you want to see it. You right. know what I mean? Like, you don't you don't need to be hyped up anymore. Yeah, it, it's it, like when when you get uh, when I, I I not to bring sports into it, but you know I watch a lot of. Uh, combat sports like boxing mma always before the main event they play like commercials and hype videos for the main event it's like i'm already sitting here watching it i, <laughs> I already paid my 70 bucks you don't have to sell me on it like i'm not i don't need to be sold on the spider-man movie and i definitely don't want it ruined yeah i think um sony is notorious for releasing stuff that is going to spoil the movie and this week kind of show that their security or whatever walls that they have built up are like nothing (laughs) mean nothing so yeah stay away from all spider-man stuff until the movie comes out please that's my plan well i already read the spoilers anyway but (laughs) of course you did (laughs) (laughs) if they're real i mean come on Anyway, that is the news. Awesome. Disney Plus Day had a ton of announcements. If you like to look at pictures of logos, feel free to search the internet for the rest of it. But (laughs) that's the stuff that tickled our fancy. Let's take a break and let's come back and talk some Red Notice. Calling all New England toy record and collectible fans. The Bristol County Toy and Record Show is returning Saturday, December 11th at the District Center of the Arts, 15 Court Street, Tom, Massachusetts, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Tickets are only $3 at the door, and early bird admission is $10 at 9 a.m., where you are able to get the first picks of the day. There will be a concert the night of the event to be determined, and tickets will be sold separately, but you do not want to miss out. There will be over 30 of New England's best toy record and collectible vendors selling Star Wars, G.I. Joe, WWE, Transformers, vintage toys, and vinyl records, music memorabilia, and a whole stage full of KISS memorabilia. For more updates, please follow and like us on Facebook at Bristol County Toy and Record Show for more info. See you guys there. You don't want to miss it. And we are back. All right, guys. We all had a chance to check it out. The newest movie starring Gal Gadot, The Rock, and Ryan Reynolds. As I said earlier, the biggest movie in the history of Netflix, Red Notice. What we're going to do is give our initial impressions, non-spoiler, then Markellis will drop the drop, delineating spoilers. So if you haven't seen it yet, you can bounce, but you'll at least know what we thought. The rest of you stick around. We'll talk about it more. But before we get into that, Aubrey, what is Red Notice about? <sighs> In the world of international crime, an Interpol agent attempts to hunt down and capture the world's most wanted art thief. Wow. That sounds exciting. Super exciting. It was... So let's get into it, guys. Non-spoiler. What did you think of Red Notice, Markellis Ray? You know, there was a, a part of me that I was actually going to go see this in the theaters last week. Oof, come on, man. <laughs> but, you know, I, it, it's it's like you said, it's one of the biggest movies on Netflix. I'm like, all right, so it's designed for the big screen. Maybe I'll go see it. Uh, I did not because <laughs> uh, a certain MCU movie came out last week and, and that was more worth my time. Uh, but this one I enjoyed. You know, it's uh, kind of middle of the road. Nothing amazing. Nothing super offensive. But yeah, it's a it's a decent middle of the road action comedy. It's it's it delivers exactly what it promises. Aubrey, I didn't like this movie. It's absolutely boring. Wow. Okay. All right. Well. Uh... 
for me, this movie was literally the definition of a two and a half out of five movie. Sorry <laughs> to give away my score uh, in a few minutes, but it is the most generic, boring, asinine movie in the world. You know, like. It's like vanilla ice cream. Like, there's nothing here, man. Like, it's just the most generic, boring shit. It's so there. It felt like it was made by an AI. Like, an AI wrote this movie. <laughs> like, it's so just blah and generic. There's just nothing. There's nothing to get excited about. There's nothing to get angry about. I gotta be honest with you. It it was like halfway through it. I said I had taken a nap. Um, <laughs> I took a nap halfway through this <laughs> During movie. <the> movie. <laughs> I just I shut it off and I was like I'd rather take a nap than watch the rest of this movie. <laughs> I went and took a nap. I went to work. I came back and I finished the last forty five minutes of it. I was just, oh my like, god! Like, I, I was so like just bored out of my mind, and you won't remember it even twenty four hours later. It, it's now Sunday. I watched it on Friday. I'm already having trouble remembering some of the things that happened in the movie and the plot. Like it's that generic just like mass market it's like um it's like boy the boy band of, of action heist movies I, I i can't really describe it anyway to you other than that is is just absolutely down the middle boring generic two and a half out of five movie but we got to spoil it so i think you've got a thumbs down a thumbs in the middle and and what would you say you are mark oh i'm in the middle but more up okay so it's a little all over the place so if you haven't seen it it's on netflix you can sit down and watch it on your couch so probably a little easy easier for you to check it out than going to the movies so go do that come on back the rest of you stick around we're gonna drop the drop and spoil red notice uh, i've got some spoilers what's well, your spoiler here's a spoiler you will die alone <laughs> All right, Aubrey, I'm going to put you on the spot. Tell me some things you liked about this movie. I can't think of anything I liked about this movie. <laughs> I saw it um, like three hours ago. Or maybe a little bit longer than that. It was, I saw it today. And I honestly can't really tell you much about the movie. It <laughs> lost me pretty quickly. Um, I didn't... I mean... I'll go into that after, but yeah, there's there's not really anything that did that I did like. Mm, okay, I didn't All even right. like the acting. <laughs> All right, uh, Marcellus Reagans, how about you? <laughs> uh, yeah, I know we talked on the show before about Ryan Reynolds just showing up to be Ryan Reynolds, um, and it's really the script that the the script and the story is what elevates any of his performances when he's just doing his shtick. Uh, so this one, I, you know, some of his jokes hit, there was a post Malone joke that killed me. Uh, some of the jokes didn't quite get there, but it is Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds. So it's a, it's inoffensive. It's, it's him being a wise ass. And if you enjoy that, there's plenty of it here. Uh, it follows like all of the buddy cop tropes, even though they're not really cops. Uh, but it follows like that whole buddy system thing, like to the numbers. Two to T. Joey, when you said it felt like it was created by an AI, that makes perfect sense. I didn't even think of that, but you're absolutely right. It does. You can pretty much tell how each scene is going to play out. Um, but that doesn't make it bad. It's just, you know, it's it's still enjoyable. Uh, the heist aspect of it, I thought, was entertaining, even though, again, you've already seen it in a thousand other movies. Um, and Gal Gadot is just cute as hell. I know people don't like her acting or and whatever, but she has like a, a couple of really funny scenes. I think she should be doing comedies because she's really good at that. Uh, and she's hot. I think she's hot. Um, and there's some really cool uh, camera work. It looks like the director actually got some uh, some cool uh, drone cameras to use for certain scenes. And it didn't it did not look like it was fake special effects. It looked really good. So the story might not be that good, but at least they're pushing technology in a new direction so that uh, when James Cameron gets a hold of it, <laughs> he'll put it to better use. But uh, yeah, it's it's pretty simple but enjoyable. All right. Well, I got to tell you guys, uh, what, what I like about this movie, there's not much. Uh, I'll be honest with you. Um, I mean, The Rock is The Rock in everything. 
And Ryan Reynolds, like you said, Mark, a few of his jokes did hit. A few of them did hit. Uh, I did have some sensible chuckles uh, a couple times. Uh, the movie looks expensive. Uh, I don't know if you got that feel, Aubrey, but there were times where there were like shots or they're on location all over the place. And it just felt like, man, they spent a lot of money on this. Yeah, it does. But I don't know. I don't really care about it. <laughs> but it definitely looks like this, that Netflix. Uh, I don't think Netflix produced this. Didn't they purchase it? Yeah. I this, don't know. What, this was uh, Universal Pictures. Movie. Okay. So there definitely was a ton of money dumped into making this movie because it looks great. And even the special effects, the stunts. Um, <laughs> Mark, did you notice he used the Wilhelm scream twice in this movie? Uh, I caught it the first time or I did catch it one time. I didn't. Uh, actually, you know what? I think I did catch it both times because I did. I thought <laughs> I heard it once. I'm like, oh, that kind of sounded like but it couldn't have been. And then I definitely heard it one other time. So, yeah, I guess I did catch it. <laughs> twice the second time i was just like come on <laughs> um but yeah it, it looks good um you know the rock is the rock ryan reynolds is ryan reynolds um pretty generic story wise and everything else just I, I just think it looks good the special effects are okay some of the action scenes are okay i mean that's that's really all i got <laughs> I I did enjoy the ending though. I thought the ending was like the very very end of it because that was that's what made it. That's what kind of ticked the the box up a little more than normal. Because if it just ended before that, I don't want to completely give it away. But if it just ended before that, no, then, you can give it away. We're in spoilers now, but like I'm trying to hold back on the stuff for what I didn't like. So, <laughs> so yeah, you. They do a thing where they they make a big reveal at the end that The Rock has really been in on it the whole time, and they do like flashbacks to to um, uh, to scenes that kind of led up to that. And I'm sorry to jump in on you, Joy, but yeah, one of the things that I actually did like about this is that it depends on your knowledge of The Rock in other movies in order to pull off that con, because uh, it's like The Rock playing the FBI agent. Yeah, we've seen this a thousand times. Uh, so you just kind of expect it. If he says he's an FBI agent, you just buy it. Uh, and the fact that they were able to kind of twist that at the end, I'm like, oh, okay. It goes out in a high note. So, uh, yeah, I give it, that's why my score is going to go up a little bit more because of that. <laughs> well, the, uh, Interpol agent that was trying to arrest them, the whole movie was cute. Yes. Um, that's all I got. Aubrey, <laughs> I know you've been waiting. You've been waiting over there. What did you not like about this movie? I didn't like the whole thing. I think that it was stupid. The comedy didn't hit for me at all. I didn't like the chemistry between The Rock, Gal Gadot, and Ryan Reynolds. I don't understand what's so special about some eggs. Um, You know, it's just, it's stupid. I didn't like it. It was boring. And I didn't like it. And fuck this movie. Yeah. It's stupid. All right. Mark Ellis, what didn't you like about this movie? Well, I, I like eggs. Can I say that? <laughs> you do. You do like <laughs> eggs. Eggs and legs. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, you know, the the thing that I really didn't like about it is that this movie didn't feel like it had like a really strong identity. And again, Joe, you hit it right in the, on the head. It looks like it feels like this movie was made by a computer because um, it just felt like they were just checking off boxes. And that's the thing that really sucked. There was nothing for me to be excited about or attached to. Um, and so I, it didn't have its own identity and that just kind of kept me out of it. Uh, I will agree that the, um, the Interpol agent was definitely cute, but then there was a part of the movie where she completely disappears like she's outside of the the safe, uh, the vault that they're about to steal the second egg, and I think the rock like knocks her out or something. And I'm thinking, oh, any point she's gonna get up and go into the safe, but the bad guys go into the safe, uh, and then like the, there's like four other scenes that go on before she comes back. I'm like, is she like just laying unconscious in front of the vault? Like what what happened to this character? <laughs> Everyone working in that guy's palace, all the bad guys, they all just stepping over her. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Two or three days, and finally someone nudges her. She wakes up. 
<laughs> and then there's a, a the there's a big chase scene at the end with a, a Nazi car and tanks that you know are still working from the 1930s and 40s. And there's like this big ridiculous chase scene that I would expect in a Fast and the Furious movie. Um, and I understand why it was there. Because it wants to be like, this is kind of a modern day, like Indiana Jones, National Treasure type of thing. But by that point, I'm like, I don't even care. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what's happening. Because I didn't care about any of the characters. I didn't care about any Jeopardy that they were in. So yeah, that's that's it. That's the, the, the biggest crime this movie commits is that I don't really care about any of the characters. Anyway, um, what I didn't like about this movie, well, right off the bat, let me tell you guys, Ryan Reynolds playing Ryan Reynolds in movies, I'm done. I'm completely done with it. I don't care anymore. I don't find it endearing. I don't find it funny. I'm completely sick of it. I'm I, I'm done. I feel like, and Aubrey, maybe you agree with me on this, I feel like Deadpool is almost a little ruined by it. It is. It's too much. Um, Ryan Reynolds like wasn't this level of like this level of humor for a good portion of his career. And then all of a sudden he just changed once he became Deadpool. It was like, that was now his persona and I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, it's hard to even be like, Oh man, I can't wait for Deadpool three to come out to see Ryan Reynolds making jokes nonstop for a movie because that's literally all he's been doing in movies for the last five years. at this point. <laughs> It'd be like uh, Chris Evans playing a version of Captain America in every movie he ever was in and then being like, oh, I can't wait for Captain America to come back. Well, I've already fucking seen him in every goddamn movie he's been in. So it's it's hard to get excited. And, and the jokes don't fucking land. And that's what kills me about this movie and other movies we've watched. And I can't even remember some of them, to be honest with you. But like everyone is taking the piss out of everything for the whole movie. So it doesn't feel like there's any stakes to anything. Not that they're. I'm expecting the rock or fucking Gal Gadot or Ryan Reynolds to die in the movie, but like at least like pretend that there's stakes to things. It just like every person in this movie, that's a main character is just taking the piss out of everything. So like if the fucking character in the movies don't even care, why would I care? Exactly. It's so frustrating. Um, Gal Gadot can't act her way out of a paper bag. It's glaringly obvious in this movie. She, she can barely hit the lines. I know you guys like Gal Gadot. I don't even fucking stand her. And I, I just, I think she's a terrible actress. <laughs> I'm sorry. That, um, I, I liked the scene in wonder woman where she walked across no man's land, but at some point it's ever time for everyone to agree. She sucks. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's, she just hasn't found the right script yet or the right. Yeah. The right script. She 17 has, movies into her career. <laughs> she hasn't found the right script. <laughs> she has to do uh, a comedy for, I tell you one day she's going to do like a, uh, like a bridesmaid type comedy and people are going to, they're going to change. Well, you're not going to change your mind, but other people will. <laughs> One day. That she's gonna scene make a good of movie. her torturing the rock was torture for me. <laughs> <laughs> so any scene she was in was torture for me. Um, yeah. And, and it's just, it's just so generic and it's hard for me to really say, Oh, you know, this is this sucked, this this sucked. Um, because most of it's competently shot, and it, like I said, it's expense. The movie looks expensive, so there's not like really any bad special effects or anything like that. But it just it's so generic and it's so tiring and it's two hours long and you're just like thirty minutes in. I'm just like, is, is this ever gonna get any better? And and it doesn't. It's just at that medium, just completely inoffensive blah movie that you've seen a hundred times before. All these characters, all these actors playing either them versions of themselves or the same character they played in like every movie. <laughs> it just keeps going. The Rock, all of a sudden they're in the jungle again. Like, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh, that that was the other thing that killed me. It, it, I kept going into different things, and I'm like, we've already seen better versions of this in all other movies. Like, oh, we have to escape from a Russian prison, like in Black Widow. Oh, we have to go to the jungle, like fucking Jumanji. Oh, now we have this fucking car chase, like Fast and the Furious or Indiana Jones. Like, oh my god, everything was just awful. And that twist with the rock at the end was just awful. Completely unforeshadowed the whole movie. And then they tried to like wind it back and be like, oh, well, he told you he wasn't a good guy at one point. Yeah. 
that the, <laughs> okay <laughs> i i actually enjoy that and i love the fact that the interpol agent was right from the very beginning <laughs> 10 minutes into the movie she's like oh you're under arrest because you're the bad guy <laughs> and we as the audience are like no he's the rock he's an fbi agent what are you talking about but she was right the entire movie yeah yeah i'm I'm good man i'm good i just i do i wasn't feeling it at all and then the whole thing just ends with like a setup for red notice too <laughs> why is the movie even called red notice because they get what? put under red notice. Wasn't there a long extraneous um, explanation of that at the beginning of the movie? Or? I don't know. See how much I cared about yeah. the movie. They showed the Interpol agent take their files at the very end and she stamped them all red notice. Because oh. they're all under red notice. That's right. Stupid. I I did. I thought it was funny that they're going back to the uh, to the Louvre where um, Wonder Woman works. I'm like, is so is Wonder Woman like is she part of the big con? Is like is Wonder Woman into the uh the red notice cinematic universe? Are we gonna get uh Black Adam, Wonder Woman, and uh, Green Lantern all robbing the place in the next movie? Maybe they stole the real script for Wonder Woman eighty four. That's why that movie sucked. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, again, there there are things that are annoying about this movie. There's never anything that's just like, oh, fuck, this movie sucks, blah, 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 blah other than it's long and it just is excru- an excruciating watch. I, I saw a review that said it was the most soulless movie of the year, and I, I completely agree with that. Just I, just, I, I never want to see this movie again. I don't want to see any sequels to this nothing and i gotta be honest with you if i never see ryan reynolds on my screen again until deadpool 3 i'll be happy um aubrey does this make you excited for hobbs and shaw 2 knowing that the rock is going to play the rock and ryan reynolds is going to make jokes for the whole thing (laughs) no i don't give a crap well we got to get a score so the only thing to do is to score this movie on a scale of zero to five, with five being the best and zero being the worst. Aubrey, what do you have for Red Notice? Um, I'm going to give it a one. <laughs> Not even an extra bump from being able to watch it on your TV? Nope. That is why it's a one. <laughs> <laughs> Mark Ellis Regans, what do you got? I like that Aubrey gave it a one because she didn't have to leave her house. <laughs> Congratulations, <laughs> Red Notice. <laughs> Um, I'm giving it a three out of five. It is, it is kind of a two and a half, but like I said, I, Gal Gadot is just adorable in certain scenes and I'd like the twist ending. I thought that was enjoyable. Is that the new bloodshot uh, review right there? A. A. Okay. Yeah, sure. Sure. Why not? (laughs) All right. Well, I gave it away earlier. I am a two and a half out of five on this movie and the half is coming from the fact they didn't have to leave the house to see it. I feel like if I went to the theater and sat down and watched this and spent money, I would probably be around Aubrey's score. But it's just very generic. It's boring. And it does absolutely nothing. And like I said, I'm now 48 hours removed from watching it. And I can barely remember half the movie. So not a recommend from two of us. And I guess one of us wants you to watch it. (laughs) I wouldn't say I want you to watch it, but if you have nothing to do and you know two hours to kill, it's a it's a popcorn movie. It's better than there going go. to the to the theaters to watch it. <laughs> yeah, thank God you dodged that bullet, right? Oh, uh, you know what? It was funny is that I think Netflix knew how bad it was because Thursday night when it opened, they were giving out a free large popcorn, large soda, and candy to anyone that bought a ticket to Red Notice. No, no, now you have my attention. Yeah. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> Oh, maybe I, maybe I will go see Red Notice, but the Eternals it was right there, and I'm like, ah, screw that. Yep. yep. I'd rather watch the awkward sex scene from the Eternals on a two-hour <laughs> loop than watch this movie ever again. Well, it sounds like uh, Red Notice is more like Dead Notice. Oh. oh, but let's wrap it up before we tap it up. Let's get some recommendations for the listeners out there. Aubrey, what do you got? Uh, the new Shin Megagami Sensei uh, game just released two days ago. Yeah, yeah, two days ago. Um, I got the Steelbook edition. I just haven't played it yet, per usual. <laughs> uh, but everybody should check it out because when I saw it during E3, it looked awesome. Fuck yeah, dude! All right, what system did you get it on? Switch. All right, Markellis Reagan's. How about you? 
I, I might have already recommended this before, but if you want to see a good Ryan Reynolds movie that came out this year that's not called The Hitman's Bodyguard's Wife or Red Notice, <laughs> uh, check out Free Guy. Uh, it is available on DVD. It's available to rent, uh, streaming for about seven bucks. But it's Ryan Reynolds being Ryan Reynolds, but the script actually supports it, and it's actually entertaining. At least I thought it was. So, uh, yeah, check that out. All right. Well, I will suggest that everyone goes to SoWizardPodcast.com where they can find the podcast every week. There's links to all our social media accounts on the right-hand side of the page. There's movie reviews. There's comic reviews. There's so much more at SoWizardPodcast.com. Don't forget to subscribe to us on iTunes, Spotify, Good Pods, Podbean, just about anywhere under the sun you find podcasts. We'll be there. Check out our aforementioned YouTube channel. That's YouTube.com backslash SoWizardPodcast. Like I said, you got those Interviews with the cast of The Wheel of Time, me and Adam's early spoiler-free review will be up there as this drops, and tons more interviews and content as well, youtube.com backslash Podcast. You can support us monetarily on Patreon and get extra exclusive episodes of the podcast. This month, it is the only place to have our reviews for yourself of The Harder They Fall. Home Sweet Home Alone, and more. And that is at patreon.com backslash Podcast. I will suggest that you... All right. This is a weird suggestion. Uh, five bucks on Amazon to rent it. Escape from Death Block 13. Another movie I watched this weekend. Much more enjoyable than Red Notice. Aubrey, you would hate this movie with the fire of a thousand suns. It's a really bad action movie with this guy that is only starring in the movie because he looks like Charles Bronson. <gasps> Holy shit. I thought that was an old Charles Bronson movie. No, it <laughs> just came out. <laughs> wow. We interviewed the director uh, for YouTube, so you can check that out. Um, Gary Jones, really nice guy. He did uh, FX work for Evil Dead 2 and Army of Darkness. He directs uh, directed video movies. This was shot on location at the Shawshank prison, the same prison they filmed Shawshank Redemption, but they couldn't film the action scenes there because they didn't want to mess the place up. So there's a lot of green screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's great. It it's, reminds me of Malignant. It's got to hit you in that right niche. If you're in that niche and it hits you like five minutes into this movie, you're going to fucking know when this guy that just looks like Charles Bronson and can't act his way out of a paper bag has to go get money from people. <laughs> like, if you're not all in at that point, just shut it off. But I'm telling you, man, I loved it. So check that out. Escape from Death Block 13. And of course, don't forget to go check out Ghostbusters Afterlife because that, my friends, we will be reviewing next week on So Wizard Podcast. I have been your host, Joey DiCarlo, my co-hosts, the queen of all Netflix movies, Aubrey Litchfield. I don't know how I haven't fallen asleep yet. <laughs> Tired. And the expert, Mr. Marquis Marquellis Reagan. Aubrey, it's almost over. You can go to sleep right after this, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Put red notice on again. You go, you go out like that. That's why I'm so tired. <laughs> uh, everybody have a good week and Wakanda forever. That's right, guys. We'll see you next week for Ghostbusters Afterlife. Good journey. <laughs>